0: This is Getting Organized with Miriam from The BH Life, where we practice gratitude so that we can lead a more common Zen life through organizing. Alright, so let's discuss getting overwhelmed and how to stop overwhelm from happening. I often see people posting in groups about how they're overwhelmed in their life, in their home and so forth. I want you to know that this is very common and it doesn't have to be your normal. It can be much better. It's why I share my tips. It's why I do what I do because I experienced this as well and I knew that that it could be better. And so I started exploring organizing. and. It made it so much better, and I know that by sharing this, it can make it better for other people. I really do believe that. I'm not a therapist, but I have taken many, many courses about organizing, and therefore, a lot of those courses can help teach people be- to become less overwhelmed. A lot of them are not direct, you know. Verbatim things that I learned from the courses. It's just how I infer them and apply them to my life and how I feel that they can help others as well. And because I don't say it enough, I am a professional organizer. And if someone needs help with stopping to stop being overwhelmed by creating systems and tips and tools, I can definitely help with that. And you can or either hire me or someone else that does the same thing. So that's number one. You can always hire someone to help you. But there is the possibility of also just managing and figuring out yourself and it does, it is a process, but it is a doable process if you do it step by step in a way that does not feel overwhelming to you. I don't share this because I'm here to say, oh, here, here I am, a personal organizer. I share this because I see that people are having a hard time and I want to help. When it comes to overwhelm, it can look different for other people. You know, For one person, overwhelm can mean having three things on the counter and for one other person it can mean to having an extremely excessive amount of things on the counter, but for each person it's still overwhelm and that's how they perceive it. And we address for both of those people. I want to state some things that you can consider when it comes to feelings of overwhelm. I want to give you an example of something that even I work on as my own journey. I was preparing for Shabbat and we cook everything before. Everything was cooked enough food but I usually make a pumpkin pie but this time I had made blueberry but I still wanted pumpkin so I was like okay well I'll make pumpkin muffins and I added this stress onto myself because it did end up being stressful because we allowed we stopped cooking before Shabbat and I didn't allow myself that time a period right before Shabbat to just welcome in Shabbat in, in a calm way and I was still like trying to make all these foods that I didn't have to make and that was a choice So my point here is that we make choices when it comes to overwhelm and some of them are not necessary to do so that was just a personal example that I wanted to give you well you know because we're always working on, on doing better there's no perfectionism in organizing or time management it's always a process and I want to bring forth to the next point which is what would you pay for your sanity would you pay for it with your own sanity I hope the answer to that is no or would you just literally pay for it by seeking help or would you just look for help that you don't have to pay for help can be someone who comes into your space and helps you clean or tidy it it can mean therapy there's also free help Not everything costs money. Don't give me that excuse. There are so many resources. There are Jewish organizations, non-Jewish organizations that can help you with mental health. really with anything, you just have to look for them. Facebook groups are absolutely amazing at pointing you in the right direction. You just have to find the right groups, which can take time, but you know what, with enough reaching out and leaning on to other people, I believe that you can. If you need cleaning help, you can always swap cleaning help. I help you, you help me in in a friend's house. Now, this is something that I really want to talk about is family meetings. They can be really tiresome, but they allow you to expect to set expectations in your home. And the best part is they also allow you to set boundaries, boundaries. You can set up chore charts with alarm reminders or however you need to do it in your home. You'll figure it out when you have the family meeting. Now, I know that some people might say, well my kids are defiant. They're not going to do this. And I want you to know that there are parenting experts out there that give many free advice. There's books you can read and really there's so many things on social media that you can learn from. It doesn't have to be paid and I know that with enough help even with defiant kids you can have Help. And I know that there are also other issues, different things, but I can't go into everything. But I do know that if you look enough, there are free resources that you can look into. Know that as a parent, you absolutely have the power to change your home. But it must come with the will and drive to do so. And I will say this, it's not easy. But it comes down to what price are you willing to pay? How hard are you willing to work to get what you want? it's not easy to look deep into yourself to find these answers but it does get easier with time i want to tell you that thinking actually you know i'm low on energy and patience today i don't know if i want to follow through with the kids today so you can think to yourself either i deal with it or i hire someone you just sent the boundaries into place you have those expectations but I do want to note that it is much easier to complain. Okay, children need direction, even partners. When it comes to partners, it can be frustrating, but my partner is an adult. They should know better. Partners are not mind readers, no matter the gender. Parents can struggle with attention. They can struggle with not noticing that there is a problem. Are you willing to make the effort to share and connect and be clear with patience. It's not always simple, but it can get easier over time to learn patience and how to state and how to say what you need without anger or resentment. Your house does not have to be a disaster zone. Besides communication and expectations and having people do their part, because after all, because after all the house belongs to everyone, you can learn coping tools when things start to feel overwhelming. You can see what sets you off and how to stop it. You can learn to design spaces in a way that makes you feel zen. And yes, you can just declutter. You can have less. Less for some people is just the way to go. Swap toys out instead of them being all out. Have two crayons out, I know, crazy, instead of all of them. Only have two pens in a drawer instead of 20. Learn if minimalism or maximalism is best for you. Maybe you can create a Pinterest board of what you want your home to look like, room by room, and start creating that space in your home for each room, slowly but surely. Again, it doesn't have to be expensive. I don't wanna hear that. Okay. (laughs) There is so many resources on social media apps, Craigslist, if you don't have a computer, go to the library. If you can't get to the library, there's just, I'm just saying, like, there can be any excuse in the book, but there are free ways to do things. And you can get what you want. You can also hire someone if you can't figure out, like, how to design a space uh, to do it for you if you have that ability. You have the power to choose and create your life. Your kids or your partners do not control your emotions or your responses. You do. If you feel something coming up as being overwhelming, recognize it. Pause. Feel it. Think, why in this moment is this happening to me? Understand it and see what you can do better. Maybe we use disposables. Maybe we can order takeout. Maybe someone else makes dinner tonight. Don't let money be an excuse. There are so many ways to overcome an issue. Do you need ideas? Facebook groups can be instrumental with coming up with ideas. You don't need to be rich to live a good life. You don't need to be rich to live a good life. Happiness, I know this is cliche, comes from within. Not from objects. The biggest takeaway is to love yourself and learn to tell yourself. This is hard for me. What can I do better? Socks on the floor make me see red. Right, I see that a lot. What can I do better? How can I approach this better? I also recommend the fly lady, you can Google her, on how to manage things in your home if nothing you feel is working. I encourage anyone who needs help to ask for it. If the first person doesn't work, try again, and again, and again. Sometimes it's in the process of asking for help and trying That is where you find your answers. Please don't give up. Lean on people to support you. You deserve to feel not like a wet rag. You are a princess or prince, or I don't know of any other word, but however you identify, that is what you are. You are, you deserve the best for yourself. There's enough room for everyone. In this world, to feel good and happy and satisfied, and most importantly, not overwhelmed.